0: Alyssa Fairfield found herself wandering back and forth from the desk to the front door at least once an hour. She brushed her fingertips along the side of the window frame as she let the curtain drop back into place on her 100th trip to check and see if Clara had arrived. She knew that once her friend was on the road, she wouldn't be able to communicate with her if there was a problem. But she was at least a day overdue to arrive in Wichita Falls, and Alyssa's mind was full of worry for everything that might have gone wrong. She walked over to the mantle, picked up a picture, and gazed longingly at the family that no longer was. After her vision blurred from the tears, she took a finger and ran it along the face of her husband. When he had died, the hole that was left behind had threatened to consume her entire existence. She had not known that a human could live through so much heartache, and there were times, dark times, when she found herself wishing that she didn't have to. It didn't help that her profession was one she could do in her pajamas. As a freelance writer, there were days when she had been able to work completely from bed, not even having to get up to eat or exercise. Her skin had started to sallow and hang on her bones, and she had felt content to let everything slip by. When her childhood friend Clara had reached out to her, Alyssa had found a new purpose to get out of bed in the morning. She listened to her friends' struggles and read her letters. She had started to blossom out of the shadow that the wreck had left in its wake. By helping someone and sharing their life and their struggles again, she felt like the usefulness of her life was finally starting to return. Someone was depending on her. Someone needed her. And she had realized just how good it felt to be a part of the world again. Melissa had even started getting out of the house more, taking walks around the neighborhood and even sometimes as far as the park that was a mile and a half away. She had cleared out the guest room and actually found herself enjoying the task of preparing the bedding and decorating the room with some small touches like a mirror or a laundry hamper. Now she was worried that this newfound sense of freedom was going to be stripped from her once again as she waited to hear from Clara. She ran the back of her hand across her eyes to clear away the remaining tears threatening to spill from her eyelids when she heard the postman walk across the porch. Sure enough, in the stack of bills and advertisement flyers, there was a plain white envelope without a return address written in Clara's handwriting. She tore into it, hoping that everything was okay. Alyssa, the truck broke down in Oklahoma in a little town called Stanhope. It's so small that I'm not sure it's on a map. So it's a perfect place to lie low. The truck is at Woody Brant's Garage, just off the highway outside of town. I'm staying in town until it's fixed, but I feel safe here. See you soon, Clara. Even though the letter had said everything was okay, Alyssa had a feeling that something had gone horribly wrong, and she couldn't quite put her finger on it. She checked the town in her GPS and discovered that it was roughly two hours away. Without another pause, she dropped the letter and her cell into her purse and grabbed her car keys. Alyssa started to head out the door, but then thought better of it. If Clara was in trouble or had been injured... Then she would need to make sure that she had enough supplies to stay for a day or two. Flinging open the closet door, she pulled out an old overnight bag and hauled it to the dresser before throwing in enough clothes to get her through a couple of days along with her laptop and other supplies. In the bathroom, she hastily grabbed up her toothbrush, makeup kit, and medicine bag. In less than five minutes, she was in her car heading north to Stanhope, Oklahoma. The letter was postmarked on Saturday so hopefully Clara was still there.